Hi everyone, this is the Delivery Space Podcast. Whether you're interested in software delivery, business change or transformation, we have some great content lined up for you. We launch into different areas of project delivery and bring you insights and experience that you won't get from a book. Welcome, this is Nisha and Sharon, and this is our episode on how to motivate your team. Nisha, I'm so excited for this episode as we've got a very special guest who's joining us today. Me too. Today we've got Mohammed Shazad, aka Shez, as our guest today. Shez is an enterprise cloud solutions architect. He's a scrum master and motivational speaker. He's got over 17 years of experience in the field of data analytics, and he's worked from the ground up starting as a SQL developer to leading international teams and delivering enterprise-level international cloud transformation projects. His experience spans across the UK, USA, Europe, and the Middle East. So we're so privileged to have you on our podcast today. Welcome, Shez. How are you? Hi, everyone. Thank you so much, and thanks for the great introduction. I'm doing great. Very well, and very privileged to be on here with you guys. Oh, you're welcome. So Shez, I'm going to delve straight into our first question for you, if that's okay. So the first question we've got is, how important is it to keep a team motivated, particularly if we're thinking about at the start of a new year? How important is that to you? The way I see it, uh, positivity and motivation, uh, they are directly proportional to the leadership. And it's important throughout the year. Um, you know, it's not occasional. It has to be uniform. It has to be um, consistent. And uh, if a leader um, himself or herself is unorganized, unmotivated, unplanned, then basically uh, the team will be pretty much the same. It's mm. the, the leadership uh, and the leader is like the reflection of the team. It's like a mirror. So whatever the leadership depicts it's picked up by the team and it will always be uh, the same reflection so and in order for for the team to stay motivated the leadership has to uh, keep himself or herself motivated by doing different things but it's very very important throughout the year mm -hmm. i would say oh, i love that shares i particularly liked the example you gave of it being like a mirror with the leader mm -hmm. needing to kind of set that example. Now that's, that's really insightful. Thank you. Shez, during the times when your team experiences, let's say a setback, how do you handle that situation as a leader? So sun is not on, always um, nice and bright. There are hot days and cold days. And similar to that, I see our personal lives and work lives are, you know, so, it's, it's unrealistic to assume that everything always is going to be fine. And uh, the way I do it is that uh, first I listen to each and every person in the team um, and try to understand what's going on over there. And uh, it's very important to remember and recall our past achievements in these times when we're especially feeling low. And uh, uh, that's basically the way I do it. I listen to everybody and try to figure out uh, uh, what their concerns are and what, what why they're feeling demotivated and stuff. 
And I try to keep their focus on the future, the upcoming achievements, in light of what they have done good in the past. Because there's no point uh, living in the past. So, and it's, it's motivational to tell them um, and motivating, I think, for them as well to tell them that if we do this right, we can uh, recover from this. Because um, we, there are many people who talk about the issues, but there are few who try to fix them. And it's about where do we focus our energy? If we focus our energy on complaining and this went wrong because of that reason and that reason, we'll go in this endless cycle of everybody who has a long list of complaints. When I talk about actions, that's where the role of leadership is like more apparent. That's where they have to be uh, smart enough to listen to everything, try to figure out what am I getting from all of this? What am I I'm hearing? Um, and then try to tell them, this is what I think we should do. And also, not just not just imply um, their opinion on the team. It's important to let the team feel that your opinion matters. Do you agree with me or not? Because at that particular point, you're setting what is going to happen in the future. I completely identify with that. It's making sure, I guess, that the, the team is brought along with you in your your thinking process to lead them down the more more solution focused path, right? You Absolutely. can have postmortems later, but it's that it's that problem that's impeding progress at that time. It's absolutely the case. And uh, I think if I could if I could add to that, it's it's about setting the mindset. Mm. The the most important thing to lead a team from the beginning is basically tell them what mindset do I have as a leader, what mindset does the organization have, and what mindset we are going to carry throughout this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the way I see it, it's all about setting the foundation for the team from the beginning. Uh, and it's about telling them what mindset do we have in this team, in this organization. And my way of doing it is setting positivity and motivation as the base as the first thing that comes in the project before any task, any deadlines, any milestones. And I tell them this, uh, that uh, you can make mistakes, you will make mistakes, and I will make mistakes. Because at the end of the day, we are human, we are not robots. And uh, even robots can make mistakes. But uh, <laughs> the point is that uh, you are, uh, to give them the sense that you are not under observation, there is no competition, there is no favoritism going on over here. We are a family. We sit on a breakfast table in the morning when we do the daily stand-up. You know, it uh, it's, uh, will be kind of, well, many people disagree with me on that uh, in past and maybe in the future as well. Is that uh, I walk in, in, a, in a daily stand-up and I talk, start talking about uh, people, uh, how are you, how was your day, and this and that every single day. First five minutes, mm -hmm. I don't want to talk work because I believe Nobody wants to talk work as soon as they turn on mm. a call. And some people disagree with me. You're wasting first five valuable minutes. And I've said, I'm not wasting, I'm investing. Because mm. those five minutes that I spend daily with my team, they give me such a huge return. People feel that they are important, they're heard. And that just makes things very easy uh, in the long run. You know, If they have problems, if they, if they make mistakes, they just clearly tell me. Uh, without thinking, I will judge them as a part. This is part of my job to judge the issue, but not judge the people. I think that's um, yeah, that's brilliant that you spend that time. And like you said, it's an investment. 
just to spend a few minutes to find out how the team are feeling and have that discussion. Which leads nicely into my next question for you is, what tools and techniques do you use to motivate yourself as a leader? Right. Um, <clears throat> a couple of people that I follow is um, are Simon Sinek and Guy Kawasaki. Uh, the, <coughs> sorry, I'll repeat that one. <coughs> right. So a couple of people that I follow are uh, Simon Sinek and Guy Kawasaki, two legends that we I see, the things that they have done in their life, the way they speak, the way they, uh, they make us realize what is important in life in personal life as a human being first. And talking about human beings, the, the, the foundation of their concepts is that you treat people as human first, uh, rather than your, your workers and your colleagues. And, uh, you know, from, don't judge them from their skills. Just, just, just treat them as human first. Just like I said, first five minutes of asking how they are. The reason is that if I don't even ask them this, that, that, you know, how was your day or how are you feeling today? Then it basically means I don't care about them. Or maybe sometimes we ask, but we're not interested in the answer. <laughs> and that's that's yeah. that's a, a huge mistake because that basically shows the team that, oh, you don't actually mean to ask me how I am because you didn't actually listen to what I said. You didn't give me a bit of continuity or you didn't show any interest in that. So uh, this, is, this is how I see it. And... And uh, in terms of uh, uh, the tools, I try to keep myself motivated by putting myself um, in those situations where I have to learn things and I have mm -hmm. to uh, learn new techniques and try to bring those new techniques within the team. Um, and uh, if I stop doing that, if I stop doing those motivational exercises, uh, including uh, you know physical exercises, then... Uh, I, I won't be able to keep myself motivated. And then mm -hmm. how can I ask somebody else to be motivated when I'm feeling myself low? I wouldn't even ask. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, I've had the privilege of being in one of your um, stand-ups where I definitely see that you bring that creativity and you bring that positivity and it just starts people um, people's day in the right way. So, yeah, I can, I can see that hard work that you put in, Shaz. It's um, it's also um, you know talking about the standups and stuff. It's uh, one of one of the things that I like is that uh, to do things a little bit differently, uh, like uh, you know uh, instead of just telling picking people and telling them you are next, you are next, you are next. I try to make that part a little bit fun, like uh, mm -hmm. you know asking Sharon to go first and then pass the bucket or a ball to someone mm -hmm. else. And it's uh, whatever the reason is, you know whoever you you move, uh, you pass the bucket to. It just there's a bit of a laughter over there that, oh yeah. why did you do this everybody's like you know thinking oh who am next everybody's attentive you get the full mm. attention of everybody it's not like somebody's on the mobile and just trying to you know um mm. or something like uh, presentations where you where i just relate somebody's name with a photo with a car and a motorcycle sharing fruit i've done that um, yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i think it's so cool to do it like that because it adds that 
Um, it, it adds almost a little bit of gamification to it and it grabs people's attention in the morning. There's nothing worse than, you know, going through the usual kind of rhythm mm. of a stand-up over and over again. What did you do yesterday? What did you do today? What mm. are your blockers? Uh, that can get so repetitive after a while. Yeah. So so relating to that, one of the things that I learned from, from Simon Sinek was this, that, you know, say you don't like rock music at all. And you wake up in the morning and the first thing you hear is your neighbor playing that, you know, ACDC. And uh, you wake up and like, oh my God, my day is going to be ruined today. Because you woke up with that negativity, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the first thing in the morning, what you felt, it's going to take a better part of your day to recover from it until something nicer happens. You'll keep on thinking about that. Mm -hmm. You missed a bus in the morning, you know, uh, you got up 10 minutes late and you didn't have the time to straighten your hair, for example. You know, all those things, you, we tell ourselves this, my day is going to be good. So the idea is, uh, is that uh, you change that mentality and you wake up with the same music now. And you wake up and like, oh, really, you're going to do that rock music again? You know what? I'm going to start liking it. I'm going to do a bit of a dance before I wake up, actually. <laughs> so you change that issue, you know, that thing that was bothering you into a put positivity, into uh, getting around it. And the same idea is for your stand-up, that if you have a bit of a laugh, that people start looking, looking, uh, you know, into it, like, you know, looking forward to it. Like, oh, okay, you know, stand-up, yes, let's do this. Because uh, there will be a bit of a laugh there. Yeah, absolutely. And we need more of those, especially now that we are so uh, disparate. You know, we're all c connecting remotely, most of us that are not able to make it to an office location. Um, Shez, I have a qu another question mm. for you, um, and this is around conflict. When um, conflict arises in a team, how do you um, get that the team back on track? Often when conflict arises, that can affect the team's motivation level. Mm. Um, what, what kind of techniques can you share that you, you put in place to address it, but also to move, move on from it in the best and most constructive way? What I've learned from my experience is that uh, you're very lucky if you have, if you can cherry pick your team in the beginning, um, and uh, if also you get to start the project from scratch, because that means again setting the foundation, and that's what I try to do most of the time. I try to set the foundations in a way that we will not have conflicts in the future by telling them the same things that you know you will make mistakes and all that. That the speech now. Conflict has happened. It's inevitable. It is going to happen at some point. It has happened, but no. <laughs> sorry, but uh, now the conflict has happened, and uh, it is inevitable. And it was going to happen at some point, but now the work that I have done in the past, the mindset that I have set is going to come into play. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows I am going to listen to everybody. Everybody will be given a chance. They know they will be heard. I don't have to uh, make the case anymore. They already know this. And they, they will come up and they will say, this is my issue, this is what I think. And uh, uh, I don't agree with that approach. Another person would say the same, but they would all know that I'll give them the space to voice their concerns. And this is talking to about the virtual world is one of those things that we are missing big time now. We don't have time to listen to each other. We are on a 15 minutes call. We have a lot of things on our plate and agenda we set, uh, which is a good practice. But then that also means that oh, we have to stick to that agenda and we will not be able to do these 
personal touches to make them feel that they are human as well. So this is how I do it. I listen to them um, and I let them voice it. And I try to resolve the conflict like that. It's so hard, isn't it, in this virtual um, kind of environment that we find ourselves in. You, we're trying to um, make sure that we're all on the same page when it comes to conflict, but it's, it's, it can get tough. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, those are great tips. Thanks, Jess, for sharing. Yeah, you're most welcome. It's, it's hard, but I think uh, it's just a whole different rewiring of our um, nervous system. We have to look at things differently and we have to adapt new techniques, new ways, but it's doable. Mm-hmm. So Shez, uh, this is the point in the podcast when we like to recap on some key takeaways. So what's your key takeaway for people listening? Um, right, you just said it. Uh, listening. It's, you have to have the ear for it. And I have got two big ones, uh, which I try to hide behind my ears. My ears. So um, yeah, uh, in order to be a great leader, in order to lead a team in the most effective way, the first thing, the most important thing is that you start becoming a listener. You listen to people, you make them feel they are being heard. As soon as you start doing that, <clears throat> they will naturally give you the value of the words. When you will speak, they will listen to you as well. And uh, make people feel that they are human, they are not machines. Give a little bit extra time on the meetings. Yeah, I know. Just busy time, 15 minutes, maybe 15 minutes, but give that extra time and make people feel that they come first and their work comes next. Oh, I love that. That's brilliant. Nisha, hit us with yours. Oh, mine is all around self-motivation. I'm a strong believer um, in the fact that you can't motivate a team unless you are self-motivated yourself, unless you're doing that work on yourself to carry that positivity through to the team. So yeah, I fully identify with that, Shez, thank you. And I think uh, mine is that positivity is infectious. So it only takes one person to lift up, you know, how a team is feeling. So it's worth just making that investment and it helps build a high performing team. Thank you so much, Shez, for coming on to our podcast today. You've been brilliant to have on as our special guest and we really appreciate you. Where can people find you on social media? Which platforms are you on? So, uh, thank you very much for having me. This was very motivational for me as well. Um, and the uh, um, best way to, to find me on social media is on my LinkedIn profile. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, you can share that link with people sure. feel free yeah you can always approach me i'm always listening oh brilliant thank you so much thank you to all our um, listeners thank you for listening and watching and make sure you look out for our next video thank you bye thank you thank you very much Bye.